Hello and welcome to the Nutrition Expedition Podcast. Our mission is to inform and educate individuals to make healthier progressions to their lives in a holistic manner. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to support us by leaving a review and following us on Instagram at the Nutrition Expedition. Thank you. Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 10, A Healthy Gut and How to Maintain It with Sarah Felbo. I'm Lachlan Knaim and I'm joined as always by Molly Taylor. Hi guys. So we wanted, we've we been thinking for a while that we want to make a disclaimer, but we're going to make a set one, but for just for today we wanted to say that we ourselves are not health professionals and we've been wanting to say that. We get information and we research a lot and we just like to give you general information, but if you have uh, any particular worries or concerns for your health, make sure you're seeing your allied health professionals and in each particular area to ensure that you're getting the adequate support that you need. Yeah. Um, so today we are lucky enough to have a naturopath and nutritionist, Sarah Philberg, on, <laughs> on the podcast. And she specialises in various areas within the health world. And we are really excited to be able to pick her brain, to get some of her extensive knowledge within gut health. In today's podcast, we'll be talking about a healthy gut and how to maintain it. So yeah. Sarah's here, and we welcome her. Yeah, so thanks for coming on. No worries. So to jump into things, we just want to ask about your background and how you got into health and nutrition, and as well how you became a naturopath and nutritionist. Uh, I started out when I was quite young um, studying personal training, mm. and I worked in the fitness industry for a while, uh, and I realised there was a gap between people training and thinking that was healthy and just drinking protein shakes. So uh, I yeah. was passionate about learning more about nutrition and I just went on and on and kept learning. And event I thought I'd never go to uni, um, but ended up going to uni to be able to merge my qualifications as a trainer and now nutrition nutritionist and naturopath yeah. to um, really serve people what they need to be listening to about health instead of just from personal trainers because they're not qualified nutritionist yeah. so putting it together to give to people so they learn better and what made you go down the naturopath side rather than just the nutrition, nutrition. side um you do three years of nutrition um and it's an extra year for herbal medicine so i was brought up my mum taught me the naturopaths when i was little um and i believe that herbal medicine has its place um they're plants yeah. and plants are healing so adding that extra year of herbal medicine on to be able to nourish and serve my clients to their health it just made sense that's amazing i'm a bit of a hippie too (laughs) (laughs) so um on from the naturopath side we wanted to ask as a naturopath what do you consider a general consensus of what gut health is gut health um it's a big um broad term but i think it's becoming people are becoming more aware of its role in health Mm -hmm. in that the gut brain connection everyone would have heard of the of that it's a big on the internet at the moment and also our immune system um, but how we um, absorb our nutrients how we go with our energy uh, it's everything yeah Uh, and i think it's the microbiome if you look that up it's it's a big topic at the moment and it's one that's really big in clinic and we come back to all the time because a lot of issues will stem from the gut yeah if not all so yeah. your neurotransmitter synthesis, which is your moods, hormones, um, thyroid, oh, that's crazy. Um, nutrient absorption, 
mood, like I said before. Yeah, yeah right, interesting. That's, that's really interesting, yeah. Um, and we'd just like to talk a little bit about what beneficial bacteria is and, like, you know, how people can actually up their beneficial bacteria because, like, yeah, I don't really know much about it myself, so I'm really interested in um, hearing about that. Um, so when we talk about beneficial bacteria, um, our gut it has a balance, should have a balance of good and bad bacteria. Mm -hmm. But over the years, as you get older, um, you can take, get quite an assault, yeah. for lack of a better word, on your gut mm -hmm. um, due to stress, over-exercising, under-eating, um, fad diets, excess protein, um, alcohol, caffeine, stress. I think I said, said that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But... Um, so over the years, that down regulates our um, not only our beneficial bacteria, but our enzyme production and how we take our food, break it down and use it for energy. So beneficial bacteria comes back to feeding your gut, the, the prebiotics. And it's, I'm not talking about a supplement that says prebiotics yeah. on it. I'm talking about prebiotics being first and foremost our whole foods yeah. um, and vegetables, plants, uh, Feed and and the diversity of those plants. Yeah, that like yeah. the rainbow we've spoken about before, yeah. which is like yeah. a variety of different um, vegetables in your diet, not just like the greens, not just yeah. It just has to be like a range of them. Yeah, I think really this time of year. I mean, everyone's starting the new year in February, right? January's yeah. gone, um, and it's like oh, if I ate bad for a week over Christmas. I So let's detox Yeah. and let's eat greens for a week or let's drink yeah. juice. And mm. we're down-regulating the diversity um, of our um, vegetables and plants by only limiting ourselves to one because some article said two. And the more we do that, um, the less beneficial bacteria we have in our gut, which comes back to yeah, all so of those things. Yeah, it's actually damaging you even more. And yeah. It's like with the juice cleansing and stuff, it's only like a, a quick fix sort of thing. It should be... Like a, it should be like for lifetime. It should you should be able to you know it can help your gut for the rest of your life and it yeah. should be um something that's a long term thing. But obviously doing those sort of things like you said it actually only damages even more in the, in long, the term. long term. Yeah, if so you keep doing it regularly. Yeah, and it's okay to have a holiday, but don't be, and don't feel bad about yeah, it. Yeah, it's obviously yeah. It's just um coming back to whole food. You know, yeah. um I think in this day and age it's so easy to grab something on the go that says high protein, low carb, or um, no, no sugar. You don't you know? realise the ingredients in it. Well, it's packaged food. Packaged, yeah. You know, says, packaged yeah. food doesn't feed beneficial bacteria. Okay, so that's a good one. When, as a naturopath and nutritionist, that's the first thing I look at when someone, I say to someone, write me a two-week food diary, Yeah. and I remove packaged food. It's not, it's not rocket science, but you might find it's rocket science when you look at your own um, diet diary, and go, oh, actually, I am reaching for easy, quick fixes that say they are fat-free, pro oh, yeah. high-protein, um, because I think it's healthy. But but when I dig deep and look at the tests of nutrients and gut profile and stool tests, that's telling me opposite. Yeah, yeah. and that's obviously science, and it's actually gone into your actual body. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, that's crazy. Um, you've mentioned that basically whole foods and uh, natural sources from the ground are probably the best types of foods to have mm. what about foods in particular to avoid for a healthy gut probably most common as well that people most common is you know um caffeine on an empty stomach oh. um you know that that plays with your gut health it can if you've got a sensitive nervous system for example make you have a, ru a runnier how will you know if you have a sensitive set Nervous you know, if you're, if you're reactive to caffeine. Oh, okay, so if you're, um, like, really, like, energetic. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Um, 
you know, caffeine, alcohol, um, processed foods, sugar. We know that, but it, it, sometimes we just need to be reminded of it. Yeah. Um, and excess protein, you know, excess protein or, or protein powders are going to um, damage the gut lining. And, and oh, there's a list of things that will do. Yeah, but but it's like you say to me, like, oh, so I have some protein powder, just up my protein a day. But Lockie said to me, like, don't be reliant on it. Like, you don't have, like, five shakes a day to get up to the 130 grams of protein. Like, has it have it as, like, an extra, but you need to then use protein from natural sources. And that's so true. I think people forget there's protein in vegetables. Yeah, there is. Like, so many people yeah. forget that. We, we've become protein obsessed. Yes, and yeah. especially with all the companies and the... You know, like a lot of fitness, like the fitness industry right now is so big. Mm. But a lot of people, a lot of the companies just want to sell you it just for the money and not really um, showing you that it's like whether or not it's whole foods or not. Yeah, and like for myself, uh, one of my favourite forms of protein is actually legumes. And I have legumes every day and uh, nice. it's, they're quite cheap, to be yeah. honest. Like, and they're really filling. Yeah. yeah. So I think that they're a great source for people and like With always... your fibre as well and fibre feed the beneficial. Yeah. yeah, that's very true and... Yeah, just going towards natural sources first and then, like, going to protein powders as a last resort, so... Well, like, like we said, like, go to more health professional if, the, uh, if your, like, symptoms don't clear or anything. Yeah, and, um, but I just think, it, as you said, it's, like, pretty individual and everyone's going to have their different uh, types of foods that yeah. they're consuming too much of or they need more of, so it's... And it's yeah. allergies and also just, like, a general, like... It's not like I can say... Um, well, you know, if you look on, on Google, it will say follow one diet, it will work for all. But most aren't, aren't um, researched on women, for one. Don't, yeah. get, don't get me started on that. But <laughs> the other ones is is we are all individual and that's what nutritionists and naturopaths do. We look at you as an individual holistically. Mm. Um, and, and, yeah, most things start from the gut. So if you're looking to um, kind of tune in on your own gut, a, a good start would be, a food diary for yourself look at what you're doing on a daily basis are you having we spoke about it before are we having oats for breakfast sweet potato chicken and broccoli for lunch every single day yeah. that's not building diversity in your gut and it's yeah. not building beneficial bacteria yeah it's getting to your getting you to your training goals but it's not getting you to health long yeah, term long term health and this is what we're all about but equally we'd also like to say that if you've got the choice between that kind of right that kind of meal and then a takeaway for example which is even more processed then definitely take like the meal planning one um even if it hasn't got much of a variety just you for can now. You, you can learn variety yeah, later you can learn it on yeah. later but it's better overall to do it that, yeah, that particularly way. for working individuals that have to meal prep so mm. but we're completely if you if you have the choice obviously getting that range is much better yeah said, so. well, you, it's baby steps right you, yeah. you can't change your whole diet long term in a week that's no. silly to think even though when you look on your apple mac and google it it will tell you opposite but yeah. a practitioner will say well one small thing at a time yeah you know, definitely and i've changing the bacon for avocado <laughs> you know for <laughs> example it's not so overwhelming either because then like a lot of people will be given all these massive meal plans and stuff that they have to change like breakfast lunch dinner have to change completely to what they're normally used to mm. which they've been used to 10 years or something and then they will like give up because it's just like, whoa, it's like too much information. Not sustainable. I don't understand. Exactly not sustainable. So Yo-yoing. Yeah. Yo-yoing diet. And this is what we spoke about in one of the other podcasts. And um, yeah, there's a lot of people like that. Nowadays. Just trying to get short-term results rather than... Thinking long-term. Yeah. Thinking long-term. Yeah. It's all about long-term. Yeah, it is. About and they're the people that have the successful results yeah. as well. Yeah, 100%. So 
You've got to be committed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so as you're a naturopath, how do you differ in solutions to other health professionals when it comes to the need for supplementation to improve an individual's gut health? I think um, one of the big things is, um, and a lot of people might not know, we see someone for an hour and a half in a consult. Oh. So we sit down and go through, like your first consult with a naturopath would be an hour and a half and you go from birth to now. Wow. You know, whereas... That's not like a psychologist and everything. That's longer We than... talk about everything, like our list of things to ask would be gut, mind, energy, lifestyle, food, you know, all of those things. Um and we don't treat the person as a symptom. We treat, uh-huh. treat them as a whole. What, you know, yeah, you have a symptom, but where's that symptom coming from? Yeah. And we dig deep to find the, the root cause and remove the obstacles to cure. Whereas traditionally, you might have grown up going to a doctor, waiting an hour to see them for 10 minutes for a Band-Aid solution. Yeah. I'm not talking about every single doctor. I'm just talking about your your quick GP, you know. Yeah. So they have their solutions for things, and, and yes, those things have, have their place, but as a nutritionist and naturopath, we're coming back to someone's got a long-standing symptom or condition that hasn't been dealt with because of a Band-Aid solution. Yeah. Um, and we like to get to the root cause oh, if we can. Yeah, by You know, and something, when coming back to gut health, how do we get to what's causing maybe diarrhea or constipation? Mm. It would be a comprehensive digestive stool analysis, CDSA, which is about $300, but we get into um, looking at if there's an overgrowth of um, bad bacteria or if there's um, not enough beneficial bacteria, for example, or is there a parasite? Yeah. Is the person not digesting vegetable starches or their meat? You don't know that yourself. Um, yeah. So we can look at that and, and really start from scratch so to individualise the treatment. So with a naturopath, we're like going from within outwards. And totally. that's so like so much better in you know, the about... today's yeah. world where so many people have different illnesses, different conditions, and they're just kind of pushed away to decide on who, who you got his prescription. Yeah. Have that pay $10 or whatever. Mm. And then, you know, see how it goes. Like it's not really from within. So that's really cool. Yeah, and I think another thing that, I mean, most naturopaths would probably agree here is that because we're so conditioned to get something fixed quickly, um, it takes a while to get your head around that we can't fix it straight away. So you need to work long term on those things because it's probably taken you five or six years to even admit that something's wrong. Yeah, or develop it. So it won't take six minutes to fix it. Yeah, of course. That's crazy. And so what are some um, signs you'd look out for if people are getting like those quick fixes, for example, if their health professional is not really giving them that long-term result and just chucking them on some general medicine to try to heal whatever their issue is? Well, you know, you'd find quick relief from that issue, but it would keep it would either get worse or manifest in a different way. Oh, definitely. You know, so maybe we're talking about gut health, so I'll stay there, but um, you could have, you know, constant diarrhoea for a month, right, and not know why. And you're given, you know, the emodium, is it called, mm. um, to stop diarrhea. Yeah. Um, but what happens in that month when you have the diarrhea? Maybe you're not absorbing your nutrients as well. Your transit time would be faster because you're passing your stool quite quickly. Um, maybe you might get skin imbalance or immune system imbalance. So it's a cascade of things um, yeah. if you're not dealing with that original problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and people will, will come to you and go, oh, I've got suddenly got this skin rash. 
or I've suddenly feel really down or I suddenly haven't gone to the toilet for two days and it's like, okay, well, who's looking at what's going on with your stool or with your gut health? Yeah, so going to stool, I know you're very informed in this uh, area and I think a lot of people aren't. So do you want to give a general idea as to how people can tell the health of their gut from their stool? Yeah, so um, a really general way to um, kind of become aware of it would be to Google the, and I, and I say don't Google um, fad diets, but Google the Brad Bristol's stool chart. No, I'll say no, that I'm again, Bri- not this. Brad, Bristol stool chart. And um, if you bring it up, I think it's got seven different stool types yeah. on there. Well, and it won't tell you um, what each one means, but you a start would be to do a food mood food mood symptom and stool diary so writing down what you eat and when you eat it um including your liquids and then when you go to the toilet and what it looks like um even down to the color the smell whether it floats or sinks um whether it has fluffy edges or runny um you'll find the first consult with someone you talk about stool and they go yeah yeah it's fine yeah yeah it's fine that's fine i don't want to talk about poo i came here for my skin you know, um, but they you just got to educate them on the on the um, correlation. So, so what you can do out there is start monitoring it the same w- way a woman would monitor their fertility tracking, yeah. but just your stool, yeah, yeah. Um, and really become aware of what's going on. Oh, that night I ate Chinese food. My I had a loose stool. That night I ate whatever you ate, and it caused this. Yeah. Or perhaps it caused um, a mood change you know, foggy or tired or... And then what should they do after, if they did it for like a cycle of like two to three weeks? Or Usually, um, you know, on, on initial consult, um, I'd give a food diary to someone and yeah. say, do this. And they think, oh gosh, I'm going to write down my poo. This is weird. But when they start doing it, yeah. they go, oh, actually that... It really makes you realise. Making you accountable as, yeah. as a person to and not the naturopath saying, don't eat that. Or don't eat that, why? You know? Yeah. Um. We don't remove foods, we replace them. Yes, exactly. Yeah? You're not don't being deprived of food. Like food's meant you're to be good for you. Yeah, like, you're meant to enjoy health, food. It, it, it sustains life. Like, yeah. it shouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah, and, and I'm really big on not removing, we're replacing for better health, for better, better nutrient absorption, for better everything. Yeah, and so say if someone's listening right now and they, they, they can't really go afford to go to a naturopath right mm-hmm. now, and so they take on this advice and then they look at the chart and they do the diary like themselves. And then what would you say, like, if they did see some problems, then go and see someone? Definitely. Yeah. Um, but I think that if we all can be a little bit more real with ourselves. Yeah. yeah. If you see something that's causing a repetitive um, symptom in yourself, then you can you can be quite intuitive on your charts for your food diaries. But then there's also the other side. Some people get really anxious and overwhelmed by writing a food diary because they might have some issues around food so I I don't always prescribe it for everyone but out there you can just start being real with yourself Mm, yeah yeah Um, and if you're still unaware you can get it read by a nutritionist or a naturopath just to help you switch a few things not take out but switch um to kind of see and then you asked me about supplements yeah um which I didn't really answer I don't know um (laughs) and it's then we look at you know we can look at a full blood count and it will show certain nutrients that might be low mm-hmm. um and then we can match it with the symptoms of the food diary and the stool and and decide whether they need supplementation while we heal the gut 
Yeah. Um, and you'll find the more you heal the gut, the more you will absorb your nutrients, therefore won't need you supplements. So this so is a really, really bad if, case. If you're going yeah. to someone and they're giving you 12 supplements on the first consult, I, I'd suggest you look into that because yeah. you want to fix the problem. You don't want a Band-Aid solution. Yeah. You don't want to like divert from the actual diet. And the herbal medicine comes in to relieve symptoms and kind of heal at the same time, you know. It yeah. can help your immune system, your skin, your hormones, everything. So that's a supportive tool that naturopaths use to to help you along the journey. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it's not one consult and it's not um, it's not, it's not five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you can start becoming your, aware of it yourself by doing your own charting um, and seeing what that brings up for you. And it's not cheap, but it would be worth it, especially if you've got a long-term um, kind of problem you've had been going on and just had enough of it as well. Yeah, and when, just to think about time for money, you know. Um, people yeah, exactly. are People are spending $150 and get a little bit back on Medicare for a GP, but you're getting 10 to 15 minutes and you have to wait to see them. Exactly. Um, and you and might not get an, even further around, like, Yeah, you're not getting an answer, answers you need to something that might be long life for you, uh, like long standing problem yeah. for you. And most people, that comes with an emotional element. It comes with, with they're so frustrated that no one's listened to them. Yeah. And oh yeah. wow, this person's actually listening and they care and they understand. And, it's and then it becomes worth it. And also, and it's, it's actually quite uh, fun to mention that a lot of people nowadays will spend like two hundred dollars on anything, like just like pair of shoes. Yeah, pair of shoes. The or, iconic. Yeah, or just like going out or going to food or something like that. Yeah. But then they could have spent that on going to someone. Like and you. Then, um, yeah, and, and you know health. what? At the end of the day. Um, it, unfortunately, it's it's like going for a massage. We all know we need a massage, but it's the last thing we Get do off, for ourselves, yeah. right? So true. So it depends on how bad your symptoms are. And yeah. usually someone will come to a naturopath at the end of their tither expecting yeah. a quick fix. And it's by that time. And and they're sick of it. But we, we go, oh, actually, this is the start of your journey. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you get here, this is the start because we're unraveling. You've actually it as well yeah. and become aware. Yeah, you've got yeah. to be aware this is a start change. But like, yeah. as you said, like, at the end of the day, the thing that matters most in your life is yourself and your own health. And if you're not going to spend your own money on caring for yourself, like, you got to probably take a good look and think, like, what are my priorities what are you in life? For? Like, what's your purpose in life? And yeah. also, like, um, what was I going to say? Um, like, for example, I said the other day in the other podcast, like, you're with yourself for the rest of your life, like, only you. And oh, so, nice. you know, yeah. so, you know, you need to be, you wouldn't be horrible to someone else, you know, you wouldn't say mean things to someone else. You'd tell someone else to go to the doctor too. Exactly. Yeah. And so you should oh, you take should your own, someone about that. You should take your own <laughs> advice. Yeah. And um, it's often we don't. Naturopaths should take their own advice too, but we don't always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's human. Like, everyone has down days. Everyone, you know, not everyone goes and, like, fixes everything. Obviously, our bodies are so complex, so it'd yeah. be really difficult to actually heal everything. I think another common thing is, oh, if I go to see a nutritionist, they're just going to tell me how bad my diet is. And you feel scared because you know deep down that it's bad. Yeah. You don't want to admit it. But it's, nothing's bad. Yeah, we, exactly. You know, we shouldn't think bad, good. Um, yeah, labels. Labels, yeah. Mm. It should be, let's be diverse and, and switch out the good for the the good for the bad. Be without glad. those words. Yeah, be yeah. glad you can change it. Yeah. And have the opportunity to. Yeah. Yeah, so um, you mentioned about transit time before. Do you want to give a brief understanding as to what that is and how people can implement little tools in their life to find out what their transit time is. Yeah, sure. Let's talk about corn. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, uh, the I think we learned it at uni, so a, a teacher told us, but swallow corn. 
Yeah. Basically, and tying how long you can till you see it in your stool. Most people still see um, corn in their stool, um, and it's a good measure of what your digestive system is doing. Are you um, moving it out in four hours, six hours, eight, twelve? Now you're going to ask me how long should I should it mm. be? I'm going to write that down because that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'd say anything less than six we'd would need to look at, and anything more than twenty four we'd need yeah. to look you at. You should so always have. Um, stool one a day yeah one one to two a day is, is a healthy range and um i'm probably probably people listening to this now are, are even being tuned in to that one comment yeah you know oh i haven't been aware of my transit time exactly a lot you don't actually your... when you take when you go to the toilet um you don't you usually don't think oh that must be my breakfast from yesterday yeah. like it's not something we think about until a naturopath says write down your stool and you go, oh, actually, wow. So, yeah, corn is a good thing to do to see whether you're absorbing your nutrients, whether you're breaking them down properly. For example, when we do the CDSA, you can see whether someone's digesting their meat fibres or their vegetable yes. um, fibres and it will tell you, oh, okay, if you don't have enough, um, you know, enzymes in your tummy, you're not going to break down your meat to get the adequate amino acids because amino acids are needed for so many functions. Yeah, amazing. So doing the transit time first and foremost well will give you a little at home, you know, oh, am I okay in my transit time? Am I um, absorbing? I think a lot of people forget also that it's not just, it's like a 24-hour cycle. A lot of people just think that, you know, as you go to toilet, like everything's happening when they're awake. But it's also at night as well. So 100%. like they just think half the day, like 12 hours of the day is just when... You know, all this stuff is happening, but it's always 24, so that's yeah. crazy. Like, yeah, that is Rest so, um, and digest. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned CDSA. Rest and digest. <laughs> you mentioned CDSA. Just, do you want to give the viewers an understanding as to what that is? Um, yeah, so just uh, a comprehensive digestive stool analysis where you actually take a sample of your stool and it's sent to a lab, um, and most integrative doctors, naturopaths, nutritionists can send you for that. Um, like I said before, it's three hundred dollars around about. Can be a bit more on depending on how in depth you want to go, but that will show down the breakdown of benefit. Uh, show down the breakdown. <laughs> show the breakdown of um, beneficial bacteria, um, good and bad bacteria. Um, how you're digesting all your different foods. So your yeah. starches, your vegetables, your meats. Wow. You know, because you you could be smashing the protein and not getting any gains. Why? Because your gut's not taking any wow, of them. That's so true. Yeah. Um, I wonder why. Uh, and uh, just a breakdown of red blood cells, white blood cells. Um, you can go in depth or simple, but both ways will show you. Um, and they're quite individualized. Yeah. I can't say that Lockie's different. I'm um, the same as Molly in the treatment unless I see your stool. I mean, yeah. I don't actually look at the stool. The lab does that, but I'll look at the report the lab sends me. So you, you get the better end of the stick. I do. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to ask what are some general common questions that you get around this particular gut health area that yeah uh oh how long yeah how long well with any area of health how long is will this take how many times do i have to see you how long do i have to take this supplement how long do i have to take yeah. this disgusting tasting herb well I'm not, my answer to that is how long have you actually been feeling like this mm. and the answer is quite scary could yeah. be 16 years could be 60 years um, so how long is a big one? And I can't answer that. How long is a piece of string? Like, yeah, I, I can't answer that. And, and that's where 
you have to come back to we're mentors and we we care for you holistically so and that's not it's not a common thing out there in the world for a doctor to care for you so much yeah. i will write to you between a consult and check up oh, on you nice. i will text you i will follow you up and i don't get paid for that but that's because we're passionate exactly and we we believe that we can get you to the whole health state but the how long question you know also it's so individual like people can really react well yeah or can, can have or or you know it can come back to our fault yeah. oh no it's not working well you actually didn't do what i said yeah you know so it's a commitment as not, well yeah commitment and means how, how long it will take this is what we spoke about in one of the podcasts with uh successful dieting and how like they had the characteristics of like thinking long term and so people will come to you and be like, oh, I want to take like six months or something. I've had enough of this. Like, mm. But it shouldn't just be like, how it shouldn't ask how long because it should be for the rest of your life. Like, you need to carry this on anyway for the rest mm. of your life. You need to continue the gut health. You're not going to have treatment off you and then just all of a sudden stop and then go back to eating what you was before. It's exactly. going to always be, it's going to be like permanent change. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, like you said, how long is the pieces? <laughs> and like, it's really refreshing to see that you actually care whereas a lot of health professionals just get their payday and they're like see you later we'll see you in three weeks and we'll get another payday then i think if you get some of my clients to comment after this podcast which i will they'll probably say yep she's annoying but (laughs) but but i'm getting you getting them to health right yeah (laughs) it's a good annoying and it's like kind of a shame that nowadays uh, a lot of people don't want to go to gp about their problems just because of the waiting time and like how they're treated and the non-care factor sometimes yeah. not for yeah. all but I understand yeah. That. yeah yeah um so to end it we got uh, a question that we'd like to ask all our special <laughs> guests so what's one tip you'd give the listeners overall to improve their health in any way get outside more as oh. we sit in a box doing this podcast <laughs> that's such a good one get outside more yeah it's like Active, grounding activate your parasympathetic nervous system mm. rest and digest yeah. Oh, yeah. that's great. That's and that doesn't just have to be high intensity stuff. You could just go for a walk. Yeah, just Grounded. looking at the water, looking at a tree. You know, if you look up forest bath, bathing, bathing in Japan, it's oh actually gosh. a scientific research around getting outside. Oh, amazing. It's getting away from screens and having yeah. time blue to yourself. Light, what is it? You meant actually, what, I've heard about this uh, about blue lights and like um, circadian rhythm. Yeah. 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 Um, a lot of the prescription around stress and gut health will also come with shut off your screens two hours before before bed. Mm. You watch the face of people I say that yeah. to, they're like, what? <laughs> but Netflix, what? Yeah. <laughs> and, so and, you know, if my husband listens to this, he'll say, but you watch Netflix, Sarah. Yes, I do. But if you're stressed and, and having gut problems and immune, immune problems, then you need to look at your lifestyle as well yeah. as yeah. your food. It's yeah. not just food. Definitely. It's a range. So. That's great. Uh, where can the listeners get in contact or like where can they find you? I have a website, sarahfelberg.com.au. Um, how do you spell Felberg? F-E-H-L-B-E-R-G. Uh, I have a free download at the moment. It's about um, a 10-question um, download. You just go to the website and download it about intuitive eating around nutrition. So oh, that's a really good one. Getting just... into... Um, your own eating habits and being intuitive about them and I give you um, what what your answers should look like and it's it's just something to sit with for yourself for an hour to go through um, how your habits might might be serving you or might not be um, instead of offering a fad diet like some I'm quoting nutritionists are yeah. offering this time of year I decided to offer I'm definitely going to try that so myself. yeah, yeah. 
And I think, yeah, because we... We did a post the other day on that. Yeah, we talk about intuitive eating and how important and how beneficial rather than these fad diets it can be. So It helps you improve relationship with food as well. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I was talking about before with the food diary. Food diary is not for everyone because yeah. of their relationship with food. So if you wanted to get back into being intuitive around it, it's a good place to start. Oh, Especially great. for those who want to do the food diary, the transit time, that might be an extra oh, little amazing. tool. Yeah. Thank great. you so much. Thanks so much, Sarah. It's been Thank awesome. Thank you. No worries. All right, well, we hope to get you on a second podcast very soon. Sounds good. See ya. Right. Bye. See you guys.